Hey everyone, welcome back. Uh, episode two of the Biz Wisdom Show. How exciting. Um, so thanks for tuning in. Uh, yesterday, of course, was the uh, was was the big debut show and a uh, little, I've got to say, I wasn't really expecting that anyone would find it or see it, but, um, you know, got a, a little bit of a thrill that a, a couple of you... Uh, you know, click the the old like buttons and, uh, and and send a little bit of kudos my way. So thank you for that. And here we are in episode two. So of course I did the um you know purposefully I I set the the bar high for myself and and promised in yesterday's show that I would uh, that I would make a, an effort to to do one of these every single day. So here we are, day two, and um. Yeah, very, very close to failing straight away on that one. I think uh, I've had this day where where I pretty much had meetings booked from from uh, oh, it's about 10 a.m. to to 5:30 p.m. And uh, well, I've just finished up. To, it's about quarter past six now, so I just finished the last meeting. And very, very tempted to go home, but um, I, I can't fail so early in the piece. So here I am. Uh, episode two, I wanted to continue on with the the startup theme. Um, I don't know how long I run with this, but uh, you know, we're starting starting this this new podcast. In in many ways, I feel you know I mentioned yesterday my definition of of what a startup is, which is you know f for me, I mean you know yeah, first generation owner. If you're a first generation owner, you're still in a startup. Uh, my business, you know, we're ten years in now, uh, a little bit over ten years. And I still absolutely feel like a startup. I mean, certainly we've we've done a lot of things right, and you know we've we've um, you know our monthly turnover is probably pretty impressive. Um, uh, it certainly would have been impressive to me when I started that business, but um, these things are very subjective. Yeah, you've always got the next goal, the next goal, the next goal. Um, but um, you know, while <clears throat> this business is is you know certainly more process driven and more established and and you know we're 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 a business we've been operating um as an established business for many many years now um there's still a lot of challenges that we have never actually attempted to solve yeah like um and that's my point about a startup business is you know you, you can be in business for I would imagine, you know, 30, 40 years and still have challenges there that you've never attempted to solve. You can be a very successful business. You can be, um, yeah, you can, you can make a lot of money. You can serve your customers to a really high standard, um, you know, but you're constantly, if you're growing and hopefully you are, um, you know, there's the next challenge and the next challenge and the next challenge and the next challenge. And, um, and that's why I feel first generation businesses never fall out of that startup phase. You know, you've, uh, if you're a, a mega brand that's been around for generations, then presumably, um, you know, there's some very robust systems and processes there and, uh, you know, and, and a lot of those challenges have, have been overcome. Um, although I guess they still need refining, don't they? So anyway. Here we are. I'm still in startup mode. This podcast is a, or, or a video show. Going to work out what to call it, depending on how you're how you're experiencing this right now. Is is me in startup mode? So I thought at least for the few, next few episodes, I'll, I'll I'll keep on the on the startup topics. And so what I wanted to share today, uh, had I not been in in meetings all day, was um, 
this concept that I've I've sort of been mapped. I mean, it's it's something that that we use in this agency all the time, but but I've never got around to mapping it out in a uh, in a sort of diagram. And I I wanted to to map it out, which was uh, you know I, I call it channel stepping. So for a, for a new business that's never been advertising driven, they've never had you know advertising and, and marketing at, at the as the engine room to drive in your business. As I mentioned in the last episode, you know I think a lot of businesses start their journey as referral based and um, you know and grow through word of mouth and networking, um, and then at some point you have to make that step to making. Advertising and, and communications as the engine that, that drives that your your growth, and um, there's a very specific set of channels uh, in 2023 as it, as it stands, and a very specific order in which you step through those that makes most sense to most businesses in that. So I wanted to sort of diagram that out and take you uh, through that diagram. Unfortunately, I haven't had the time, so we'll have to leave that to another day. So I thought instead, what I'd do is, is share a, a, a recent startup story that uh, that I have actually shared on my other podcast. So if you haven't, go and check out uh, Brandwidth. You can go to brandwidth.audio or, or type in Brandwidth into uh, you know, your, your podcast app, not to be confused with uh, another similarly uh, titled podcast series called Brandwidth On Demand. We are just Brandwidth, tagline, big thinking for small business marketing. Um, so I did talk about that, although that episode hasn't been released yet. So there will uh, at some point be a much longer version of this where um, my good friend Dean Milson from DeMarca Agency uh, spends some time stepping through sort of you know similar things from a branding point of view. Um, but I, I thought I'd share this, this story in a small way because um, I think it il illustrates a good way of thinking about your business. So um, basically, uh, a few weeks ago now, uh, a good friend of mine came to me with uh, a, a new business idea. It was a really cool idea. Um, it, I don't believe that it was a pretty unique idea and, and she was really excited about it. And um, of course, won't, won't, I can't divulge what, what the idea was, but it was basically she'd been through a, an experience of uh, renovating a, a holiday rental, I think it was, and she'd um, run into all these challenges. And, and this product that she's just, uh, it's sort of a, a hybrid product service um, that she sort of created in her mind solves a lot of these challenges. It was a really, really cool idea. And so, you know, she came to me very seriously. She'd been thinking about it for a long time. Uh, I think there'd been a couple of messages going back and forth. Um, and she wanted to sit down and sort of talk about how she could bring this idea to market. And uh, she went through and she listed the, the idea for the, the, the business. She had some very specific questions about certain web platforms that would enable her to do this very custom um, you know, allow users to interact with the product and sort of select their own custom uh, things <laughs> from from within this, this setup. And, and and she maybe spent, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes explaining, you know, the idea and how it was going to work and her vision for this website. And it was a big, beautiful, bold idea. It was really, really cool. Um, but, but yeah, basically, you know, and then she said, "Oh, you know, what would what what would be uh, the right platform, and what what could I, you know, what should I expect to to be spending on, on something like this?" And 
And I said, look, to be honest, the, the website that you've just described me might cost you, you know, $100,000 to $200,000 to build, um, you know, maybe even upwards of that. And um, she didn't flinch. Kudos to her. She didn't flinch at that. She said, yeah, fair enough. Um, you know, I, I've spoken it over with my husband and, you know, we, we'd be prepared to invest like 100000 into this. We think it's a really cool idea. We should do it. Um, you know, we've got some savings in our bank account. Let's let's go ahead. Um, but then, you know, while she was, you know, previous to that, while she was listing all these things, I was just counting in my head and I said, honestly, what you've just described to me, as cool as an idea as it sounds, I've counted maybe 35 different ways that that business idea can fail. Uh, and so if you go and you take that $100,000 that you've worked hard to save and put into your bank account, and you put that $100,000 into building this website, this big, beautiful idea, it's gonna be highly custom and it's gonna be uh, based on, on, on you know, these concepts that you had and your experience and, and all these kinds of things. And, and you launch that into the market and it fails. Which one of those 35 possible ways that this business could fail cause that business to fail? How will you know which, which way it will be? And the answer, of course, is you'll have no idea. You'll have no idea. You'll, you'll spend all this money, a lot of time, and it'll probably take, I don't know how long, six to 12 months, maybe more, to build this website out. And the problem is it hasn't been tested in, a, in the market. So you have, you, you're building it on, a, on your imagination of what this, this customer you don't even know if they exist. Um, it's a brand new product that doesn't really exist in the market. So it's not like, a, you know, it's not like an electrician or a plumber where people know, oh, wow, you know, the tap doesn't work. I call the plumber. This is, this is brand new. People don't know to even look for it. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. And you're going to spend, spend all this money and you're going to build this thing and it might be wrong. Like, in fact, it's almost in almost entirely likely that a fair portion of all your design decisions will be wrong and that the market won't use them in the way that they, they you know, that you intended them to, to use it and, uh, and who knows what else. But you won't know which part because you've built this, you've spent all this time building this big, magical, wonderful website and while you're doing that, creating these products that sit within the website and thinking of every possible configuration and every color and shade and what, what not that, that it could possibly be. And you don't know whether you've got what they call product market fit, right? Is there even an audience for this product? Will they pay money for it? So we spent it, I don't know, we spent it. We spent um, a good, like, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours, I think, working through all, all of this. and. What we ended up landing on was I was like, well, you, you know, first things first, you don't even know if there's an audience for this product. So how can we find out whether there's an audience? Well, you don't need a $100,000 website. You don't need even a product. All you need to know, our first step is, can you put an ad in front of the person, you know, the types of people that you think will be your target audience and get someone to click on that ad? Because if you can't do that, then forget about all the other ways that that website or that business could have failed. No one's interested in your product. And 
so and then we sort of worked that out and and then you know and we sort of kept going through okay okay if they can click on an ad then what do you serve them well you can serve them a simple page you know one single page with that one product that you put in that ad and you could put a big buy now button on there and if they click on that buy now button you don't even need to sell it to them you can just put a message up that says uh sorry we're currently out of stock enter your email address and we'll let you know once once you know once we're back in stock and you know you might be thinking as, as she did well hold on that's that's going to annoy my potential market but you only need to test that on 100 or 200 people like if, if you're launching this business but theoretically it's only going to be successful if you've got thousands and thousands or millions or whatever it is of people who will who will be in the market for this product who can potentially be a customer of yours so you know if you can get 200 people to click on an ad and 20 of those people click that buy now button and cause that pop-up you know you've got an audience and of course if you can't get anyone to click on that ad well you can change that ad and you can iterate and you can create different versions of that ad until uh somebody clicks on it right and then you've solved the problem the first problem one problem at a time which is okay i know i've got someone to click on it next problem is will somebody click buy awesome um you know then from there maybe you can create like 10 versions of this product you know or 100 you know you can go out and you can work out you can make those design decisions about what's the packaging look like what goes into it how's it going to be sent you know um you, you know let, go and speak to all the various manufacturers that you need to to put this together or whatever's going into into your business and you can say okay great now we've got a product we've got 100 of them can i sell 100 of them um you know can i sell them for cost price because then you take the price out of out of the equation you don't need to make money off off the first sales but we can just you know spin it any way you want it's like okay cool that's great i've sold 10 at this price what if i triple that price what if i put that price up to a crazy level how high can i put this price up before people stop buying it um what if i put up a big price and then you know discount it or something like you can you can play around with all these different elements okay great now i've got a product now what if i put the second product on there can i put eight variations you know how many do i need and i guess you know i don't need to go through every every iteration but if you step your way through solving one problem at a time then the next problem then the next problem then hopefully by the time you get to building your big custom website you will have answered a whole lot of things along the way and if you even need to pull that $100,000 out of your bank account or whatever, whatever that might be to invest in this big, you can do it, big idea. You can do it with some degree of confidence that, hey, I know once I've built this website, I have an ad that people will click on. I have a product that people want to buy I, at a price point that people are willing to pay for it. I've worked out how to ship 100 of these things. Um, you know, and then maybe you've been able to then test, the, you know, a, th a thousand of these. This particular idea also had a little bit of, um, you know, she needed some partners on board. So again, like you rock up, you know, with all due respect, everyone, everyone has a, uh, you know, a, a, um, a crazy business idea over dinner. But you rock up to some big established business and you say, oh, I need you to be a, a business partner. I've got this great idea. Uh, you know, I don't have a website. I've never sold one of these things. Um, they're just going to laugh at you, right? Like you'd be lucky to even get a, a conversation with them. But if you can rock up and say, "Okay, I'm bringing this thing to market. Um, we've done 
a series of tests now to prove we've, we've established the size of the market. I know I've got ads that can work. We've, we've created these dummy products. We've sold a hundred of them. Um, now I need you to partner with us to be able to, to do this or that. Um, we're now going to put $100,000 of our own money towards this idea and bringing it to market. Um, you know, and our plans over the next five years are X, Y, and Z. You might just get someone to be interested in that and, and bring them a, a, a along. And you know, more to the point, you've you've saved that money. Like if if you ha if you can't get to that point, you just you, you've you've saved that money. You haven't you haven't blown your your hard earned savings. So. Um, yeah, I don't know how, how, hopefully I've done a good job of articulating that to you. It, it's, it's a really, I mean, that was an interesting case, but it is a methodology that we use all the time. Like uh, I've seen, uh, you know, we, we once were a, a HubSpot partner. Um, we used to see all the time people coming to us going, oh, we've, we've invested in HubSpot and we've built this massive mind map outlining all this marketing automation and email sequences and all these things that are going to go out and you'd never like you know there might be a I mean I saw one I think it was a 40 had 40 different triggers triggers to, to trigger all these different emails and if the if the user does this then that and then this will happen and if they do this other thing then this other thing will happen and you know you look at it and you just go there's so many potential breakpoints, so many potential failure points in that process. It can't possibly work. Uh, and by the time you get all the way through all these if statements to this, there's only going to be one person left you possibly could convert, and you've made it far too complex. And um, you know, I've I've seen uh, I don't know maybe a hundred, or I, I could probably say hundreds, but but you know maybe a hundred or so of these. Uh, you know, in that scenario of these sort of you know marketing automation accounts, where it's just you've started too complex. You've got to start simple with as few failure points as, po as you possibly can, test something, confirm that it works on the one or two metrics that you need to make it work. Can somebody click? Okay, great, we've got some clicks. Now will somebody prepare to buy? At what price are they prepared to buy? Which products mix, you know, um, best? I, I heard something today actually talking about uh, e-commerce stores, which is really tough. Yeah, like it, it can be very, very hard to put paid ads to an e-commerce store and actually still maintain any margins about finding one specific product that you can make a really big margin on and sell at a really good rate and use just that in your advertising. And then um, once somebody buys that one product that you know you can take to the bank, you know you can make a really good return on ad spend off, um, then you use your other marketing, you know, um, to to or you know, you upsell or you use um, post-purchase email or a, bu a bunch of these other sort of tactics to then get them to come back and be a customer again and again. And then you, you're obviously your your return on ad spend then just increases and increases uh, every every purchase. So, um, yeah, that's, I, I thought that was a really cool idea. But it's that that idea of just keep your target small, and and then once you've hit that target move it to the to the next stage and the next stage and step your way through towards ultimate success um, and I think so often particularly um, you know when we're when we're starting up a, a business you know we look at more established businesses we look at businesses that have been around for eight 20 30 100 years whatever it is right sophisticated businesses with sophisticated marketing programs sophisticated advertising programs and we try to replicate that 
and we try to do everything all at once and we we try to go right to the finish line and it just it just doesn't work we haven't you know i mean certainly you can learn from competitors but i think yeah keeping that target small and and yeah securing that win and then iterate on that build upon that one win to okay what's the next phase and the next phase and the next phase and i think i said in yesterday's um yeah yesterday's episode that um what did I say in yesterday's episode? Um, uh, yeah, that that um, advertising and marketing is never harder than that first month or that first week. Uh, you know, like it gets, you know, you've, you've got nothing built up. Uh, you know, good communication. So I keep saying sort of marketing and that. Really, what I'm talking about is advertising and, and communications. Yeah, but uh, good communications programs uh, they work by multiple channels working together uh, you know with a, a certain flow uh, and you know when people talk about funnels yeah you know you've got to have your, your funnels your, your, the, the right order of offers promoted to the right person at the right time through the right channels different channels working on top of things people being exposed to your brand in one channel and then taking action on another like that's what works, but you can't go all in at the start. You've got to, you've got to take the take the small wins, and and then iterate, and then iterate, and iterate. And if you if you're doing that, you should be locking away. Okay, this works. I know it works. It works 100% of the time, or close enough to it. Right? Like I can take it to the bank. This is going to keep working. Now, how do I build upon that? Next one. Next one. Next one. Next one. Next one. So. Um, yeah, I probably talked all, all around that a little bit. Hopefully you followed me this far, but um, I, I think it's a, a good methodology. And, and certainly, you know, I've seen so many startup businesses um, with really passionate owners, uh, unfortunately, not make it. I mean, what do they say? 80% of businesses fail in the first four years. Um, and of those 20% that do make it past the first four years, 80% of them fail in the next four years, and it probably continues on much that same pace. Yeah. So, uh, you know, sadly, uh, you know, if you're starting a small business, the, the the odds are stacked against you. So this, I believe, is a, a is a really really good approach, a really good tactic to make sure that um, you know you have a chance to be in that 20% and, and that you can survive. And uh, if not, that it will actually uncover the fact that this isn't a viable business long before you've taken those savings out of your bank account and, um, you know, and, and, and flush them down the toilet, yeah. So, um, yeah, anyway, hopefully that's cool. Um, you know, I'm really stoked that, that uh, already I know, you know, some of you have watched the first episode. Uh, hopefully you'll continue to follow me on this journey. I will get better at this, I hope. Uh, but please um, leave comments. I'd love to hear what you think of this, if you found it useful, if you've got ideas for other topics. Um, you know, yeah. If yeah, um, And otherwise, if you, if you have and you love it, please share it. Um, I really want to get people on board. Uh, whatever platform you're watching this on now, at the moment, this is streaming. So, so what I'm doing is I'm recording them uh, one day in advance, and then <clears throat> setting them to stream out live, or you know, um, yeah, to, to live stream, I guess, as a, as a pre-recorded live stream, if that's a thing, um, to the various platforms uh, the following day. So, recording this now on Monday night. Um, so 
Tuesday afternoon. This will stream out to YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, so Biz Wisdom Agency, if you search for Biz Wisdom Agency on any of these platforms, so YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, I will at some point find a way to get some portion of this or some clips onto TikTok and uh, Instagram as well. So um, again, if anybody's got some suggestions on great ways to do that, I'd love to hear them. Um, I think there is some streaming functionality that's that's getting rolled out to Instagram, but I don't have access to that yet. I think it's only select users that do. Um, I'm not so sure about TikTok, uh, so I might have to cut these down into bite-sized bits to get them on those platforms. So um, yeah, so anyway, keep an eye out for that. It's now up on Apple Podcasts, so and, and Spotify and Audible and, and everywhere else that good podcasts can be downloaded. So uh, if you like audio, then do please uh, subscribe there. and. Um, yeah, I guess the, the message is, uh, you know, wherever you've discovered this today, you should be able to uh, to find it on uh, whatever platform you would like. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. Two days, two episodes down. Um, hopefully I can keep this going for, for a little bit longer. And um, yeah, hope you, hope you found this useful. And thanks for, for joining me uh, again, Business Wisdom Show.